This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. November 29, 2019, the I Ate Way Too Much edition. First up, from the Financial Times, a partner at Deloitte in Switzerland, one of the top partners, in fact, was fired over complaints about his ethical standards. He has taken this firing to the um, London High Court uh, to try to overturn it. The ethical lapses included serious and mustained concerns as to his conduct and judgment, which fell far short of the ethical standards for Deloitte Partners. These included having an entitlement to attitude around expense claims to treat high-performing members of his team. The uh, individual, David Joseph, has denied all of these allegations. Most interestingly, prior to the time he was made partner, there were sanctions against him uh, in the form of a verbal warning that his conduct was unacceptable. Nevertheless, he was made partner. He is one of the highest fee earners for Deloitte, Switzerland, and he's been a leading partner on one of Deloitte's uh, largest advisory projects for Credit Suisse. So... Interesting that Deloitte finally took action against uh, this partner at this point. Next up, there have been a lot of articles about uh, Hong Kong and the ongoing uh, turmoil there. But one of the things that uh, struck me the most is the um, use of, or rather, will Hong Kong be the uh, continue have its role as the Asian hub for financial groups uh, with uh, these riots. Is it business as usual, or have things changed in Hong Kong? Um, many companies have uh, placed their uh, law firms, financial institutions, and corporate headquarters in Hong Kong as it was viewed as an entree into the Chinese market and certainly a stable place from which to conduct business where the lo- rule of law controls. They are wondering whether or not uh, this is now ended and what other Asian cities might be available uh, to take on this role, whether that be Singapore, Tokyo, uh, perhaps Kuala Lumpur. Uh, if you move into the Philippines, what are the uh, uh, Jakarta? What are the implications of moving to uh, any of those areas? So, Hong Kong may have seen its day, and this may portend a uh, gradual lessening of its status as the uh, financial hub for Asia. We have some baseball news, which is unrelated to the ongoing Astros cheating scandal. And that's that Major League Baseball is close to a new opioids policy, as reported in the Wall Street Journal. The league and the Players Union are nearing a deal on changes that would include random testing for all players for opioids like oxycodone and fentanyl. Um, It appears that they're going to take the same approach as they did for steroids, but of course those drugs are very different than um, opioids, as many opioids are used uh, certainly uh, under a physician's care and with a physician's prescription. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Major League Baseball does. Uh, obviously, the uh, death of pitcher Tyler Skaggs 
having been supplied opioids by a member of the uh, staff of the California Angels, was extraordinarily disconcerting news for Major League Baseball, uh, but at least they're taking some steps forward to try to combat this scourge. And finally, um, we have the U.S. Supreme Court case on Lou versus the SEC, in which uh, the defendant Lou uh, lost at trial for defrauding numerous investors around EB-5 immigrant investor program. Uh, but as part of the penalty, he had to return, he and his wife had to return their ill-gotten gains. So the question before the Supreme Court is, is profit disgorgement even available to the Securities and Exchange Commission? It has been used by the SEC since 1971, and the Supreme Court is only now uh, taking a look at it. Uh, the impact would be basically that uh, if the Supreme Court takes this right away or takes this penalty away, that any fraudster convicted will be able to keep its ill-gotten gain. And while the uh, conservatives on the Supreme Court are certainly anti-SEC, anti-regulation, and anti-government, you would hope they would not be pro-fraudster, which uh, was what this ruling will do. So it's going to be interesting to see what the SEC comes away with from this Supreme Court case going forward. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks for listening.